Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Hey, guys. You ready to get back on that boat and swim out to Kong Island? Oh, yeah. Feel like I never it. left. Because it's Have You Seen Going April, the uh, big daddy of them, King Kong 2005. I say it's the, the big, big daddy Kona. because this one's over three hours long. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah How over three hours? It was a three-hour tour, and somehow we got lost along the way. So. Well, okay. Uh, Josh, I believe it's like three hours and ten-ish minutes, but 20 of that is credits. Okay. 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 I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. So it's the length of a Marvel movie if you didn't count Marvel's credits or Stinger length. Right. <laughs> Which is obscenely long. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you catch the Stinger scene? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish Kong 76 had a Stinger scene, and it's like one of those Bond ones where like Kong will be back in. <laughs> Swing another day. So what we do here on the podcast, if you're joining us for the first time, is the people who have not seen the movie, in this case it's Josh, give us a brief rundown, a description of what they think the movie's going to be about, based solely on the title. We are so deep in the jungles of Kong Island at this point, and we don't have any gas grenades, we don't have chloroform barrels, I don't mm-hmm. know, if we, I don't think we're making it off. Uh, it's our third trip in, third time's the charm, right? Oh yeah, we're grizzled veterans at sure. this point. Josh, what are your predictions for this? You've seen two of them, and mm-hmm. all the way through time, 1933, 1976, you've seen a range of acting styles. Yeah. What do you What do you got for tonight? Um, I mean, it's it's kind like it's King Kong, so it's the minor details that matter. What What are they doing, and what I'm doing? Obviously, the plot is literally the exact same. It's the last two. You don't think um, they're gonna mix it up at all? <laughs> no, it's three hours and so it's they're gonna just make everything way too long. Okay. We're gonna have an hour on the boat, an hour on the island, and an hour in New York, and all of that sounds awful. <laughs> you think they're gonna come up with another reason besides making a movie and No, uh, no, it's no, the whole thing. Getting, they're getting making oil? a movie. Making getting a movie oil? and drilling for oil. It might not be about oil, but it's definitely about making a movie. It's always about making a movie. Okay. But it wasn't about making a movie in the first one. The, or second, the second one. one. The second one. Yeah, but I bet this one is like Return to Form, right? Do you know who? This one has Jack Black in it too. Jack Black's in this one. Big director here. This one, they want to make it a resort. <laughs> Ooh. It doesn't matter what they want to go for, right? Because <laughs> they just get wrecked by like King Kong and maybe dinosaurs and maybe spiders. Dinosaurs, right? if we're lucky. Ooh, spiders, if dinosaurs? we're ultra lucky, because that's a cutscene from the original. We're going to see King Kong kill some kind of big monster. You have yeah, to, there's right? no way this is three hours and there aren't the dinosaurs aren't back. Like, Return of what else can you do island? But, you know. Okay, okay, good, good oh, prediction. Oh, no. Um,. Okay, so Peter Jackson directed this of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So this was after Lord of the Rings. He used a regular sized ape, but it was forced perspective. <laughs> he just <laughs> <laughs> like that trick he did in Lord of the Rings. Jack to make Black him look was just running Hobbit. around in a cloak on his knees. <laughs> the ape is not CG. <laughs> yeah, it's a regular sized ape. I like it. It's the same trick. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Did either okay? Have either of you ever seen Mighty Joe Young? Yes, no. and okay. it's going to be on the list. It is. It's on one of the Aprils because ah, I feel like I, I never mind. I'll hold off because I got a lot to say about that one too. But we're talking King it's Kong tonight. Been so long since I've seen that one, but it's probably the one of these I've seen the most. It's a. It's still a big ape movie, but it's not a giant ape movie, and that's my problem with it. Mm-hmm. It's just a slightly big ape it's, movie. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Josh, spoilers for <laughs> April. <laughs> I mean, that'd kind of be funny if they they took King Kong, just like a normal size ape, but they're like really vicious, right? <laughs> they're like a gremlin. They're like hard to see and catch because they're very normal sized. They're very and normal sized. <laughs> and then the cuts to the jungle. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, so yeah, you, it's in the minor details. Uh, I'm not sure if you'll recognize any of the actors from this movie. Have we so had them before? Black. We have had most of them before. Adrian Brody? Who What's he been in? Adrian Brody is not. Nope. Josh, do you recognize the name Adrian Brody? No. Okay. He was the piano man. He was the pianist, right? That's he sang the them. He sang them the song, or played them a song, right? In what? The piano man. The music. I think the, the movie, movie. The piano man. The movie you're thinking of is called The Pianist. <laughs> I know. Okay. Okay. He's not Billy Joel. He doesn't work for Tips at a dive bar. I know. It, it, it's a harrowing wartime story. <laughs> 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 Not the Upper West Side in the 80s working for Coke. <laughs> That's this movie. That Oh, ooh, ooh, I got a question for you, Josh. Yeah. Uh, 1930s took place in the 1930s. 1970s took place in the 1970s. Are we taking place in 2005, King Kong? Are we going modern with it? Like, Is he going down modern day Times Square and like wrecking neon? Thank you. Could, cause like it's still a big ape. It's still a big ape. It's still scary mm-hmm. and impressive, no matter what time you're in. Nobody's invented. Yeah, a big ape. it's still gonna be a problem to get back on a boat. It's still be a problem if you're on an island with dinosaurs, even if you have like modern guns and stuff. And like, that's like, true. Is he gonna get taken out by flightless drones this time? Like, no, they don't have that kind of money stuff. if they're a film crew. <laughs> it just like, proves that every it's forty Peter years you Jackson. can make it. Oh, it's. Peter no, 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 I mean, like, in, 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 the, in the movie. Like, in the oh, canon of the movie. Oh, okay. Something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because there's Peter not a Jackson film technology had... alive that he didn't know. Like, if they're a modern-day film crew, they're not going to have, have, like... just come off Return of the tech. King, the most successful trilogy of all time. <laughs> sure. So this was a passion project that he chose to make after that. Huh. This was a big one. You guys, uh, you guys seen his uh, uh, per- Percy Jackson movies? Uh, the ones that he made. I've heard yeah. about him. Yeah. Um, fun. You know, it's it's a yeah. teen drama that has supernatural elements. So for sure, it, it's fun. It's I saw him in theaters. I never read the books. I was never into young adult fiction, really. I mean, other than I, I read them in high school, but I read like constantly whenever I was in school because I hated school. Yeah, me too. But I never got into the young adult series i would except for like goosebumps and stuff that oh i read all those too yeah after that i went to oh my god just like straight up adult horror that i shouldn't have been reading in yeah i wish i i didn't 
because uh, you know what I found? I found a loophole. My parents were pretty, pretty conservative and restrictive, and I wasn't allowed to watch movies with like sex and a lot of violence. And mm-hmm. they held pretty strong to the rating system and how old I was. But I found that the school library carried all sorts of dirty books that had murder mm-hmm. and sex and intrigue and monsters and you know no. my loophole was cartoons if it was animated my parents assumed it was for children oh that was the, like their blind spot yeah all right all right harder to find i would say at that time dirty cartoons than books <laughs> sure but sure uh, yeah absolutely but you know yeah did uh, i'm sure books too they weren't checking what i read did your parents have a blind spot josh um i mean not really but i wasn't really interested like you know i was busy playing video games and you know reading books and stuff i'm even talking about video games like my parents were like if it was rated uh, yeah did you have like a video game that your parents were like no you can't play that one uh no, but I, I, I think there would have, just I wasn't interested in any of like the M, like Mortal Kombat. Okay, Mortal Kombat like, was a big no. TV, TV. I remember they like wouldn't let me watch like Beavis and Butthead and Daria. There you but, go. Like, I remember I had to have a conversation with my parents about D and D because of the cult thing. Oh yeah. They never like stopped me from playing it, but they talked to me about it. Oh, they're like, don't get too into this. You're not really a barbarian justin (laughs) basically yeah like they just kind of wanted to make sure and then they like watched us do it for a minute they're like oh this is this is nerd shit (laughs) (laughs) and i say that owning a D &D channel with you yeah (laughs) yeah your parents watch for five minutes and they're like i think he's okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) by mistress ghost the princess has been captured (laughs) <laughs> Did you like ham it up for the one time they watched? You should <laughs> to make it like Probably. extra corny. Probably. <laughs> and be like, "Hey guys, no swearing, and we're not gonna like kill anything. We're purely on a Disney rescue mission." Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I remember getting in a lot of trouble when I bought the Duke Nukem Collector's Pack for the PC. Because it was rated M for mature, and uh, not only violence, but it had sexual content. And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And they watched me play it, and they're like, I I don't know. It's just like Doom, but funnier. I had a a story. uh, I was given a gift uh, by one parent. My mom bought me a movie for a gift for, I can't remember what holiday, but it was Dude, Where's My Car? That's not a dirty movie. Like, that's PG-13. But I wasn't 13. Oh, okay. And my dad was like, no, he can't watch this. I got... (laughs) Oh, you know what? I was like 18, or 17. I was still at home. I was 17, and it was Easter. And they would do, like, Easter baskets, but you'd get, like, one present with it. And sure, I, got, sure. I got Van Wilder because I was off to college the next oh, year. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, my stepdad was like, that is not an appropriate Easter gift. He was so fucking pissed. <laughs> but I had also just got a little personal DVD player so I could watch it in my bedroom and not on the like living room TV downstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
All right, enough of this uh, ship talk. We've been out at sea long enough. I think we, we've we run aground at Skull Island once more. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. I remember really liking this one. I watched it in theaters when it came out, which yeah, three hours for a theater watch. Ooh. And then I went to visit my family over the holidays, like uh, winter vacation. And we they, did that with uh, they were like, Tarantino. What? Well, they were like, what should we go see? And I was like, shit the only thing in theaters even worth watching is kong and so i went to see it twice in like the span of a week or two. Oh god damn i don't know if i could do that i always do that whenever i go to see a movie in the theater twice the uh, it's like a big one the other one i did that stands out was watchmen oh that, yeah that one's like three hours as well if i remember that's a pretty long one i don't know if it's three hours josh have you but... seen watchmen Yes, yeah, I have. Okay, yeah, yeah you're you're a comic buff. En- enough to watch most relevant movies, sure. Did you read The Watchmen? No, no, I, I wasn't familiar with the series until I saw the movie. Okay, that yeah. didn't go anywhere, did it? Right? Uh, like, there wasn't was, even a sequel. There's a TV show. There. Oh, okay. Oh, the TV show got a lot of rave reviews during the mm-hmm. pandemic. It was one of the highest rated shows. I'm sure it's going to get another season. Uh, how it, well it did. It had that spin off cartoon, like the Black Freighter, that no one I've ever met has seen. I've never heard of it. Uh, when it came out, it had an internet cartoon that explained some of the Lord of the Watchmen, and it's called, like, the Black Freighter. And you can obviously watch it anywhere online nowadays. But it was one of those things in the early days of the internet where it was uh, kind of obscure and you were really a hipster if you saw it. For sure. Alright. Let's get to it. Let's watch Kong, our final Kong movie of this year's yeah. going April. Here on Happy Seen. just watched king kong 2005 yeah the first time the beginning of the month when we got on this ship we were the the innocent young actress oh never never (laughs) never seen never seen anything uh I want to be Wild Jimmy or whatever his name was from this one on and, the show. Uh, then in the, and then we became a little bit more seasoned, and we'd done an adventure before, and we were... Like the chef. We were like the chefs, and now we're like those cratchety old bastards that are just like <laughs> talking, but you can't really understand what they're saying. The guy from Jaws. <laughs> more beard more beard than man. <laughs> uh, this was a... Last, I know we've watched a lot of the same movie basically yeah, over the past I three like, weeks. I, I like it. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever watched three movies in a row that were so similar that were so enjoyable. This was a 
goddamn adventure. And it's not an adventure. What a fucking a treasure Jack Black is. Yeah. I just love him. I love really, the man. really good. Josh, really what are your thoughts right role. off the bat? Um, I was excited to see Jack Black in a serious role because I've only he like familiar with his like comedy stuff. Okay. And more yeah. jokey thing. So it was really cool to see his role. Um by the way. Second time Jack Black has been on the podcast. So what was the first one? Uh, you would never guess it. I, I tried was to he just some side roll. Justin Something. couldn't even guess it when I put him to the task. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a side roll, and he's really young and covered in dirt. It's Demolition Man, with mm. Wesley Snipes and uh, no Sylvester idea. Stallone, and he lives like underground as one of the rat people under Dennis Leary's yeah, control. Yeah, you probably see him for like what, two, like a minute. He might serve him the rat burger if you remember <laughs> oh okay or be like standing around one of those flaming cars yeah <laughs> he's one of the libertarians who lives underground in that movie <laughs> and is sick of taco bell oh, goodness, <laughs> yeah. oh wow drawing on the art deco style of the 30s um we have these opening titles they're really quick but it says peter jackson's king kong and we are just at the shittiest downtown zoo during the depression. It's a period piece. We're back in we're back in the 30s. Lots of unhappy monkeys in this zoo. I kind of got scared that we were in a planet of the apes situation. <laughs> and then, you know what? When this scene happened, I had like a false memory. I had like a Mandela effect kind of thing. Mandela effect. Um I was like, oh shit, Kong's gonna, spoilers, run amok in New York City, and him and all these monkeys it's showing in the zoo are gonna become friends, and he's gonna, like, see them and set them free. And I swear, I was like, that happened. I remember Uh, it. Man, what if King Kong got the smart monkey gas? He did. He knows the word beautiful. I was, dude, when this ape started sign languaging, I was like, extra fuck us, man. Yeah, extra How fuck do- us. <laughs> uh, but the human race. Not only are these sad monkeys in a Depression era zoo, but like Fallout music is playing from the video games. And it's just like, nah, 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 everybody's sad. Um, it looks fantastic. All of these shots of New York. The skyline, the bay, looks amazing, and it's Peter all Jackson CGI. Knows how to film. It's all CGI because this is a period piece. Uh huh. In two thousand and five. How? We will get to it. Where and where did this technology go? This is like when we watched Mary Poppins and they had that amazing lost yes. prism technology yes. green screen stuff in like the it was 40s like, and 50s. It was like that guy came back and did this movie and then left again. Yeah, it's it's an alchemist from the Middle <laughs> Ages who comes back every 40 years and introduces a film technology that then gets lost to time. And you know what? <laughs> He's not friends with James Cam- James Cameron. No. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Those Avatar movies are kind of... They're just... Dude, okay. this movie looks better than those. Uh, I wouldn't put them side by side, but this movie uh, but... looks goddamn fantastic. 
there's a lot going right, on in this yeah. opening montage. <laughs> people are waiting in line for food. People are being violently evicted from their homes by the police. Moonshiner stills are being smashed. And interspersed with this is a ton of uh, vaudevillian acts. Did uh, Wow. These vaudevillian acts. I This movie's over three hours, but I took a little bit of time to slow it down during this to see all these interspersed, like, uh, performances people were putting mm-hmm. on. There's You're one... like, I'm already going to be here forever. I'm, Might as oh, well. I'm dig- it's like The Godfather. I'm <laughs> getting immersed. I'm digging into it. I'm I'm just living in this world. So there's one person standing there with two per- people on either side, and he's spinning around with a rake, and they're jumping over it. That was the first performance. There's a strong man holding a table by his teeth. There's a juggler juggling apples and taking bites out of the apples as he juggles them. There's the people who are standing, but they're like upside down between their own legs, One's playing a ukulele and one's bouncing balls, like rivers juggling. And then there's a tiny old lady who's boxing a large woman, and she knocks her out. And I was like, wow, this is a fever dream already. We are spending so much time on the little minutiae of this movie. Uh, And we do. We spend a lot of time getting to know these kind of characters because Naomi Watts, comes in as our star before anyone else. Uh, so it's really saying the movie's about her. Mm-hmm. She's doing this kind of Buster Keaton-esque physical comedy performance where she falls down, dances with a cane, has on a stash that isn't questionable or problematic at the time. <laughs> sure. It's pre-World War II. We'll call it Is the it- Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, it's the Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, Naomi Watts also returning to the podcast for the second time. Can either of you remember what she was in before? No. It had a really jazzy drum soundtrack throughout the entire thing. Really jazzy? The entire thing was just like... Very Birdman. Boom. Got it. Yep. Or the unexpected virtue of being ignorant. Yeah. Just Birdman. Yeah, yeah. I know it has that huge subtitle to it. But first movies shouldn't have subtitles. That's too confusing. Uh she got her start in a movie that we are bound to cover one day, Tank Girl. So I, I just feel like mentioning it. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, we how, should do Tank how do you Girl. not? And Josh, have you seen Tank Girl? We got to get like a really good guest for Tank Girl. Tank Girl's huge in the cosplay scene, the comic book scene. So I thought there might be a little crossover there. I've, I've heard of it. I just haven't seen it. There's one guy in her troupe that practices funny sneezes. He's, he's like, he's near death, right? If that's uh-huh. your gig during the Depression. Yeah, yeah. And she feels so bad. She's like, take me to dinner at the poor house, the soup house, Charlie. <laughs> I know you haven't eaten today, but you have to. Your, your sneezes aren't getting you by. Uh, enter Jack Black. Uh, when I looked up Jack Whoa, Black. Whoa, she did the voice for the video game, too. A lot of people did. This was a good video game. 
It's a first-person shooter, and you're on the island. I don't want to shoot King Kong. No, you get to shoot all the, like, the critters and stuff. He is one of the critters. Uh, if I remember the game right, you don't shoot him. Okay. Yeah. I you're... mean, I don't feel good about shooting any animals, but okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not like this isn't a feel good story in any iteration. No, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's it's a desperate claw for survival in the game, I think. I think you play Adrian Brody's character. It makes sense. Uh you ever seen Splice? That's a weird ass Adrian Brody movie. And also not Peter Jackson, but someone I uh associate very closely with Peter Jackson, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. He did, he did Splice. That's I don't know. Splice, I don't want to watch that again. Splice was a competent sci-fi movie for 95% of it. <laughs> and then it left you walking out of the theater going, what the Feeling fuck? like you needed to take a shower? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, just whew, weird sci-fi genetics and incest and yeah. all sorts of weird stuff. Um, I forgot, I forget Adrian Brody's in every fucking thing he's in. I didn't remember. Oh my God. Yeah. He's the, he's the star. He's a chameleon. Like he's, he's... (laughs) he was like the heartthrob in this era, right? Like he was one of the guys, one of the guys, like Um, one of the, one of the biggest names. Watching this again kind of makes me rethink my stance of watching predators i have never seen it Mm. but i'm like it's adrian brody and a bunch of other guys in the jungle with guns and that's kind of what this is and this is really good so i bet that could hold up but that's that's... the one with topher grace (laughs) topher grace is in that too yeah danny trejo and walter goggins all right maybe i'll hold off for on that for a while i could not sell you more but all those people are great as action heroes Against Danny Trejo? Oh, okay. Topher what Grace else is Danny Trejo? Started. <laughs> yeah, I did start at Topher Grace. Uh, but then Jack... I said Danny Trejo and Walton Goggins. I don't Walton know. Walton Goggins is awesome in everything he does. Who's that? Remind me. Uh, He was in The Hateful Eight. He was in... He's He's got like a huge resurgence. I'll send you a picture. Speaking of the hateful eight, yeah, you brought it up in the intro. That's the movie we went to that was three hours in theaters, but it had an intermission, which was nice. Yeah. This movie should have had an intermission. Yeah, it definitely should have. Yeah. I, I I built one in when I watched it. I don't know oh, about definitely. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one of the best things about watching movies at home is I can I can just watch it like a TV show if I want and break it up. Uh, Jack Black has been given $40,000, which in 1930s money is $20 trillion uh, to make a picture. He That's makes... Walton Goggins. Walton... Who? What? Walton Goggins. Who I'm is? That's his picture in the chat. Oh, sorry. Okay, okay. He's, uh... Oh, he's in... That episode of Community where he gives away Pierce's inheritance, right? Yeah, he's in a lot of TV. He's really good. He is, he is. He sometimes 
gets t- typecast as like the really skeezy criminal, but I like it when he breaks yeah. out and is in comedy. Um, Jack Black has a lot of safari footage. He's not as bold and as brash as the first movie's director, and he's not nearly as corrupt as the second movie's oil tycoon. He's kind of somewhere in the middle. Like, yeah, he still sucks. He still sucks, <laughs> but not nearly as bad. The the suckage is watered. The down. character does. Jack Black does amazing. Oh yeah, of course. Um, Colin Hanks is his assistant. Yeah, wasn't and... I don't remember Colin Hanks being in this. Oh, you could have held a gun to my head and been like, "Who's in this?" And I could have named Jack Black and Naomi Watts. And that's <laughs> yeah, it. same that... here. Yeah. Well, uh, I would have said Adrian Brody too, but you already established I that you like don't recognize him in anything. <laughs> I feel like Adrian Brody was in a war film from around this time, like The Thin Red Line. Maybe Adrian Brody was in everything around this time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. First time on the podcast, though. Because <laughs> uh, he was in good movies, like this one. We don't usually do those. Oh, you're right. <laughs> and yeah, he's not in a single Sandler movie, is he? No! <laughs> as far away from that as you can get, probably. He doesn't have a starlet, though, to put in his picture. He has a treasure map that gets, give, is given away really quick. It's like a legit treasure map. This movie is kind of what Indiana Jones is, a previous movie that we've done. This is a love letter to the adventure films of that time. It's yeah. very fantastical through and through. Um, it's not based in reality, but more on myths and legends and a lot of the stereotypes that were coming out of Hollywood at that time. And we'll run into some of those pretty soon. Like right now, all these producers, they're sitting watching this silent film like it's a goddamn snuff film, smoking. And I love this line that one of them has. Will there be boobies? Jigglies? Gablongas? Bazooms? Gablongas. (laughs) Yeah, gablongas. (laughs) Bazoombas. This is before standards and practices, so I guess you could put all the gablongas in it you want. Sure. Uh, we had some Gablongas in the 70s one, but not in the 30s, and not in this one. Nope. Uh, Colin okay. Hanks is really worried, and for good reason. Jack Black's about to get fired. He hears this by putting a glass to the door and listening through it, but instead of getting fired, he's like, oh, we gotta, we gotta cheese it. Get out of here right away so they can't fire me. If I run away, I still get to Why? Get the money. <clears throat> but... But here's what I don't understand about this situation. Why are they firing him, like, minutes before the trip's going to leave? Because he's spent $40,000 already. And on top of that, he chartered a boat on the company dime without telling them. Oh, so they don't know that he has this boat that he's running away to. He lets that slip in the theater right before he walks out of the room. Yeah. He's like, we don't have a starlet, and the boat leaves tonight. And they're like, the boat. And that's when they're like, let us talk. Oh, first because he calls one of the guys like, a, he, I don't know what he calls him, like a jackass or something, or an uncultured swine. And they're Basically, like, yeah. And they're like, get out of the room, we need to talk, you're fired. Um, Girl Hunt 1933 is back on. <laughs> <laughs> 
like you know i think i prefer the 1970s version where she just appears washes onto the boat De- deus ex jessica lang yeah it's I much mean, better than the girl hunt if, i think if you have a choice between going on a girl hunt and having <laughs> a 1976 jessica lang wash up at your doorstep come on <laughs> it's it's so much less creepy <laughs> it is um, you saved someone's life rather than being like, we need to find a woman. In this one, it is blatant. <laughs> he goes right to the porn theaters and the red light district and the peep shows. And he's looking, he's like, ah, any of these ladies good for my, I don't know what kind of danger flick we're filming, but I got a map. And I like this shot a lot. He seem, he sees Naomi Watts' character in the reflection of the theater. And that's how he is introduced to her. She doesn't go in. He doesn't go in. It's kind of bullshit because she's like, ah, I'd rather die than work. But, I mean, at that place, she's like, I'm too good for that kind of work. But it leads mm. to her stealing an apple just like the 1930s one. Yeah. There was a lot of things that they kept in the 1930s one. Some that they amped up. Like some the mistaken, like the mistaken women trope. They went oh, ham. Oh, it is a bad <laughs> night to be a blonde or a yellow car in New York City when Kong is loose. You see this, Josh? <laughs> yes, did you watch the movie? I did watch the movie. Each, <laughs> each other movie, we had one unfortunate blonde toss, but we're skipping ahead a little. This one had like four or five unfortunate They were really tosses. weak, though. <laughs> he just kind of like throws them... Sorry, they, they they did not die from those tosses. Yeah, I think the just, first one just might like have. broken bones. The first one might have because he threw it pretty hard. Have. Yeah, yeah. He he threw her harder than the other one. <laughs> um, but it, I gotta say, man, I was laughing every time I saw the thud caption. <laughs> oh, you watched this with closed captions so you could hear what oh. Kong was saying. I mean, I don't need to for that, but I always oh. watch the movies with closed captions because I'm deaf. This but. one. I gotta say, this one was mixed incredibly. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I watched the first half with some uh, headphones on, loved it. Second half, I watched uh, on my on my TV with my uh, stereo system, fantastic. Like I haven't been this impressed by so- sound editing and mixing in a movie, especially. I can imagine movie. what it was like in the theaters. Oh, yeah. It was it was just fantastic. very immersive. I could imagine very, and it's moody too. This entire movie is really, um, really desaturated, really blues and golds throughout the entire thing. It obviously gets like more vibrant when they get to the jungle, but the city. It makes <laughs> very. Cold. It makes sense when we start getting into it that this movie is so long because it's kind of like a combination of the first two. It's a love letter. You're like you said to the first one more so. But it's more character-driven, I think, than the first one was. Yeah. Like, they took that from the fir- the second one. Like, how how into the characters we got. Uh, and uh, Watts is really good in this part when he takes her to the restaurant and he's like, I'm on the level, see, no funny business. Which is the same line as the first one, but Jack Black saying it makes it way less creepy. Uh, Jack Black is almost too wholesome to play this role. Almost. Almost. But I like how Anne takes charge of the character here. She's like, 
well, that's your idea, but the way I see it, she's way sadder. And he's, like, blown away by her interpretation. And it's mm-hmm. nice to see that she's not just being drug along on a ship in this one. She's, yeah. She's actually got a voice. She's got a character. Um, she's like, That's I'm... not how it happened for real. They'd just be like, shut up, broad. Bop. <laughs> Smack. No, or chloroform. Yeah. <laughs> we have a boat full of chloroform and rare animals. Um. She says she isn't into doing it. Why do they have so many cages? Hold on, we'll get to it. No, no. It it talks about it. Yeah, I... uh... She's not down at first, because she doesn't want to play the saddest girl I've ever met, as he puts it. (laughs) But then she finds out Adrian Brody, a.k.a. Jack Driscoll, is the one writing the film. And she is in. She's a big Driscoll head. He has written some of her favorite movies i guess yeah i guess so i like when they get to the docks and she's agreed to get on the ship and it shows this gigantic cruise liner and we're like oh it's 2005 we're upgrading and she's turns around and jack black's now like now it's it's the same shitty ship as from the 1930 film like yeah might be the same ship as the one they built <laughs> on in the 30s <laughs> um I do love whenever she meets Adrian Brody's character. He's on board the has, ship, yeah. She, she mistakes someone else. Oh, this and, is such a cringe and, moment. And she has a line where she approaches the guy. She's like, you don't look anything like your picture. And I audibly was like, then why did you think it was him? 1930s pictures weren't as clear. No. <laughs> uh, why? There was no reason for her to think that this was that man. I have no idea. They don't look alike. I. They don't. He's just dressed kind of nerdy. They're both tall, but he was sitting down. Yeah. They disembark as the cops are pulling up. Um, she's on board. Adrian Brody's on board. He doesn't know he's going on this trip, but Jack Black kind of tricks him into staying because he's only written 15 pages for the script. Yeah. And Jack Black's like, we. This is a beginning. We need a middle and an end. So he uh, he does the old, I'm gonna write you bad checks and get the date wrong and get the amount wrong and blah blah blah. You wrote eight grand. <laughs> Which I would honestly was like, I'm not that familiar with checks. I bet they would cash that at the. Like I don't the think bank. they. You have to write it out like number, and then you have to write out numerically. Grand, I think the bank would accept. I haven't written a check in a long, long time, though. Uh, we find out Jack Black is a bit of a drinker, but that doesn't seem to come up too often. It feels like a dropped subplot. Like yeah, maybe... probably in like the the four-hour version, you'd see him delve into it a bit more. He's alone on the island with the bottle for a while. There's a monologue that lasts 27 minutes. Yeah, he's yelling at a volleyball. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this ship has a dark secret. Like you mentioned, Justin, it's full of cages. They are, it's, they're terrible people. They're exotic, rare animal traders. Yeah. They're, they're black market animal dealers. Mm-hmm. That's how Poach, he, po- they're poachers. That's how he got, uh, the ship for so cheap and convinced them to take him out into the middle of nowhere with right. his treasure map. Is that technically correct? Are they? Are you still considered a poacher if you're not killing them? I'm going to say yes. What about you, Josh? Uh, yeah, I think I'd say yes. Okay, yeah. Cool. Uh, we meet a movie star that's on the ship. 
His name is Kyle Chandler, and he plays Bruce Baxter. He's putting up posters of himself in the cabin, which is really funny. Something interesting about this guy, not Bruce Baxter, but the actor, he's mm-hmm. later in the Godzilla movie that then <laughs> spins into the Godzilla vs. King Kong movie. Sure, sure. Yeah, so, he plays. Yeah, he is in that. Yeah. He is in two different King Kong timelines currently. He was in Game Night, which was fun. Yeah, Game Night wasn't bad. Why I haven't, does... seen, Manpa- I haven't seen Manchester by the Sea, but I hear it's really good. Why does Brody choose to work in the zoo under the decks? Like, there's other places you can sit on a boat. We see him. There's a dining room. He could just write in the dining room. I guess he wants seclusion. It would smell so bad. Yeah, really and bad. There would be, like, fleas and all sorts of shit. Uh, yeah, he's catching a disease. This is where we find or meet Jimmy the Wild Boy. Did you recognize this actor, Justin? He's he's not been on the podcast before, but he's been in some movies. Uh, no. He played Billy Elliot, the dancing boy. Oh. Did you ever watch that? No. Uh, it's pretty good. It's about a boy in uh, Ireland who wants he to was... be a ballet dancer. Ooh, he was also in Jumper. He was the Jumper. Fantastic Four. Josh, have you seen Jumper? No. Oh, it's oh. so bad. I figured you'd seen it. like that. He was the thing in Fantastic Four? The My God, one. this guy's been in like three movies and two of them were two of the worst movies I've ever seen. Ever made, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lumpy the Cook is played by Andy Serkis, who is a returning star to April. He played Caesar the Ape in all of the Planet of the Ape previous movies. Well, the the remakes. Oh yeah, Andy Serkis did a good uh, good good job as Kong. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I like the CGI more than the puppets. This was the best Kong. Josh, yeah. what do you think? Best Kong? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just visually no, and the no way question. he moved. Yeah, yeah, best, yeah, yeah, yeah best of Kong. course. Which yeah. can't believe if, if you had asked me. Goes Which against Kong everything is... I stand for. Yeah. Goes against everything I stand for. Practical effects all the way. Same. But man. If you had asked me at the beginning <laughs> of April, which is going to be the best Kong, I would have easily said, like, oh, like, 76, they nailed practical effects. It's a dude in a suit. It's going to be perfect. But no. This was fantastic. To be fair, they gave Kong time to be a character this time. Mm-hmm. Like, we delved more. Like, oh, he's kind of a person. And has emotions Man. and falls in love with this girl. We so actually see that so this time. He knows. Worse. He knows how to sign. <laughs> he knows the word beautiful. We have that whole <laughs> sign. We have that whole scene. He's like pushing her over and like laughing about it. Like uh-huh. we have these like moments. Yeah. <laughs> you mean? Okay, so yeah, I'm just gonna say it. This Kong, not horny. Not going nope. to have sex with <laughs> Watts. Nope. We are in safe territory with this Kong. I think that's one of the reasons I like this one more than the other ones is because I was like, oh, we're not, we're definitely not going to see this monkey. Peter fuck Jackson this girl. knew that that was an issue if you make a King Kong movie. He and his writers sat down first day and were just like, 
all right, if you want to make a King Kong movie, we've got to talk about the elephant in the room or the big ape or whatever. The big ape in the is room, the monkey on your back. Yeah, is he going to be yeah. horny? And they're like, no, he had parents that were big apes. He that they procreate. She's purely a uh, plaything, a uh, sacrifice. I saw he 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 definitely like loved her. I guess we wanted to protect her, but yeah, yeah. Well, I'm way more comfortable. Way more comfortable. Um, because <laughs> those other movies, man, I was like, is he gonna fuck we're not this there. woman? We're not there yet, but good to get <laughs> that out of the way. My search history is ruined because of those two movies. <laughs> you said you said you always saw the facts I sent. <laughs> I might yeah. have to share that with a Patreon. Who knows? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, anybody who's gone through these movies with us deserves to know <laughs> you you want to give them the math you want to teach them a lesson no it's your thing you found it ah all right um we'll, we'll get to it later we'll save that it's your curse we'll save that for the end the parental it's your guide. curse to pass on yeah wait for the parental guide and we'll really earn our e-rating this time uh the movie could cut out a bit during the boat ride, especially the part where Jack Black and Adrian Brody are literally writing the movie we're watching. Mm-hmm. I don't like when that happens in a movie. It really <laughs> slows the pace down when they write it as you go. Um, <laughs> and then later on, we see the performance of the movie we watched earlier on. He's t- like the theatrical performance. There's a couple of scenes that had me like, is this good? Cause they're on the boat. And when he starts punching Skull Island into the key or his typewriter and it gets really slow motion and dramatic, I was like, I hope they don't do this too often. <laughs> uh, oh, look, Adrian Brody is shirtless and bumbling around Naomi Watts. Had to squeeze that in, right? Oh, yeah. It's a meat cute. Uh, she is terribly embarrassed because he's a writer. And I don't know. He's Adrian Brody. He's charming. Yeah. In- instantly into her because she's Naomi Watts. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, he. What do we got? Oh, this one. He's he starts writing a stage comedy for her. Right. I've heard of people writing poetry for girls that they've got a crush on, but I've... a whole play is a whole play. Well, he's working it's on a, a... movie. It's kind of. I mean, he is stuck on a boat. Yeah. To be fair, with (laughs) nothing to do other than write a play. Uh, they hook up way before they get to the island in this one. As I mean, as you would. Yeah. They're stuck on a boat. There's a warrant out for the director for Jack Black that it comes in over the wire, but it is too late. The compass goes crazy. The fog appears. Boom. We are hitting rocks. We are like we run right into Skull Island in this one, and it's they really made Skull Island feel more dangerous in this one to me than the other ones. Like before, there's like oh yeah, like the place we're going to, but this entrance was like they made the fact that you can't see what you're coming up to really oh, matter. And it it works. I love it. They're getting tossed around in the waves, and there are giant rocks and some of the rocks are like megalithic stone statues from his previous civilization um 
yeah, they get marooned on one of these jagged rocks off the coast, and uh, they wait out the night. And in the morning, Jack Black takes this tiny like dinghy out with his skeleton crew and a camera and heads for the island without telling anybody. And He's I'm like, crazy. that surf is way too rough for that tiny boat and all these big rocks. That's a suicide <laughs> mission. That is so scary. They just die before they get there. They would have. They would have yeah. smashed into one of those rocks and been <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And right away, this ain't your mama's skull island. There are bodies and mummies everywhere. Uh-huh. Sacrificial victims. Uh, it looks abandoned. There are lots of ruins and megalithic structures. And then, boom. A lone child in the smoky ruin doesn't want a chocolate bar. And it's and she bites yeah. him. <laughs> I don't know why Jack Black thought this was going to work. Kids like chocolate? Like, But he knows where they are. Like, that, You think that person has knows what a chocolate bar is yeah exactly like why did maybe just thought they would take it because it's food yeah that's probably or something or sure maybe or how would they thought, know that it's food because maybe he well he knows this island's never well never been visited you're right i thought maybe he's like maybe they've encountered traders and run into chocolate but yeah there's no way he should have taken a bite out of it and been like, hmm, right? That would be, yeah. yeah. Some kind of motion, yeah. That's sure. A, that's how you convey its food. But also, it wouldn't have been a, Doesn't a matter. scary scene that it was. Because right as uh, this, this ship captain and Wild Jimmy are talking, Jimmy's been reading a book, a series of boat tales, and the captain's like, it's not an adventure, Jimmy. And it's like, oh shit, it's a horror story. It's not the captain. Okay, who? it's first mate, Skipper? What yeah, are, Hayes. Are, yeah. Hayes, okay, sorry. The captain is Captain Inglehorn. Right, I don't like Captain Inglehorn. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to. Someone gets a spear through the chest at this moment. Yeah. Pretty cool. It, it, it goes hard. <laughs> Shit gets metal right away. Another dude gets grabbed by these uh, the islanders, pinned down, and his head is smashed open with a club. And I'm like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> We're right better in the movie, of it. Better movie, just this crew getting demolished by this. <laughs> yeah, because that's what would happen if you yeah. went to a place you that had never made contact with the outside world. That's still what happens if you go to a place like that. Like, don't do that and try to go there and just like try and film it. Like, do la 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 la. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's insane. Like they are getting chased around. The crew, um, barely gets to the rescue in time. And have to like shoot off their pistols to scare everyone away. And Naomi Watts screams at this point when the dude's head gets smashed, and Kong hears it. Like the hunt is on. We know the we know the deal. They get back to the ship, and it's night. They're still marooned on the rock rocks, and it kind of follows formula here. They the uh, locals sneak aboard the ship and kidnap naomi watch this time this is really cool did you catch how they did it josh they didn't use a boat 
Yeah, they like to. They did some tremors pole vaulting. They did tremors pole vaulting. Yes, <laughs> that makes me think this island has a section with tremors. <laughs> Probably. Isn't that one of the movies, Skull Island Tremors? King Kong versus Tremors. Oh, he would just suck them out of the ground like <laughs> snacks. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're big. They might. They kind of want to see King Kong versus Planet of the Apes since you mentioned that earlier. Versus? Or they team up? Versus? No, versus. Why, why versus. Would it be versus? I want to see because sm- they're you know monster. You want to see you, you want to see, wanna a see giant smart ape? apes versus big ape. Ooh. <laughs> but then at the end they team up and they gas. That's King what Kong. this movie is, uh, Josh. Yeah, we are. I, smart I apes. guess. Yeah. Shit, that's a good observation. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it without subtitles. I just watch. Like we normally do. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Turn off the volume. Yeah, so they bolt uh, across this roaring sea in the dead of night. This is such a cool scene. But they leave behind the skull necklace once again, which gives mm-hmm. it away. Adrian Brody mm-hmm. finds it. Oh, how did you like how they were getting meta on the ship while filming? Um, she's like, oh, everybody, it's like the second movie where everyone loves having her aboard. Like they like Jessica Lange aboard. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in the filming, it's like, oh, don't you, don't you like having a broad aboard ship? And he's like, I never like having broads aboard ships, broads. Yeah, because they're, yeah. It's it's. There was a lot of throwbacks to the first movie like that, which absolutely like. <laughs> you were too like obvious. I, they, they were like line for line. Yes. Yeah, like, there was a lot of them. If you had waited eighty years between watching the movies, it would have been a little more subtle. We just waited a week. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I, I guess, sure, yeah, yeah. Gotta cut it some slack. <laughs> Man, I wish we were doing Jack Black movie marathon instead of Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah I wish you, you had a Jack Black movie. You yeah. could switch over at <laughs> any fault. moment. You could change it. Then we'd movies. have to watch Shallow Hal. That's um, fine. Yeah. I knew it, I know a dude that was in that. Uh, really? Yeah. Um, Grew up in high school with him. Uh. When you look up Jack Black's IMDb, you will go crazy. It's like reading an Elder Scroll or uh, <laughs> a, like a, just all kinds of. The nuts dude's rolls. been acting since he was twelve. He is in shit that you'll be like, no way. <laughs> I've seen that twenty times. There's no way he's in it, and then he's in it. Uh, uh-huh. it. It's a deep dark hole. So, the boat has a surprising arsenal, right? Like they're like for even for a mercenary crew that kidnaps animals sometimes. They got a lot of chloroform. They got a lot of chloroform. They got a lot of guns. They got a lot uh-huh. of grenades. They got assault rifles. They got like. You like, think they're uh? You think they're just capturing animals? I think they're full on pirates. Like, yeah, no question. Um, ooh, these lava gates are cool on the island. They have Naomi watch they are sacrificing her to Kong the whole way that she's strung up is way cooler because they don't have oh with to the little the catapult gate. thing that they put over it's like yeah. a drawbridge yeah they kind don't, of yeah they like don't a slow to... catapult kind of it's not a catapult no, I don't not, know not at all because <laughs> it doesn't throw it but it's <laughs> that'd be fun too like a Kongapult yeah. where you just uh-huh. whip whip people at Kong to Open make it happy <laughs> turn into a mobile game really quick <laughs> so yeah i, like I want to see a con with more corny lines like that oh just wait 
Like, like really can't be. Like, yeah, oh, type. okay. Okay, you asked for it. Uh, <laughs> that was not the, like, 2016 or whatever one. No, I believe that's no. the cartoon one. Oh, no, okay. It looks like... <laughs> not like that. Or the Return of Kong, or Kong Jr. The Son of Kong. Uh-huh. There's a lot of Kong movies to go. Um... The yeah. Godzillas versus Kongs. You don't have to... Oh, the kaiju. You don't have to open the gate for this. You just lower her down, and that's pretty cool. He he picks her up. He runs off. Jack Black is the only one to see that it's a big ape, and we are into the jungle on a rescue mission. Like, right away. They don't go back to the ship and be like, oh, we'll blow off some fireworks and scare people away. They're like, well, we're going into the jungle right now. Mm-hmm. The way he's swinging her around would kill her instantly. <laughs> yes, I, I made this note too. Like, oh, is she not breaking her neck? For yeah. Because yeah. he's angry. He's like, uh-huh. I have a new toy. Swing, swing, swing. And it would snap every bone in her body. Uh huh. Absolutely. <laughs> she finds some bones of her own, not her own bones, but finds some bones on the ground like ribs and stabs him with them. Uh, which, I don't know, kind of makes him rethink just killing her outright, it seems. He's still a monster. Whatever, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's not. You think he was just going to eat her at first? He takes her to the place, shakes the shit out of her, and like drops her after she stabs him. And there are hundreds of human bones around. I think he was oh. just going to eat her. Yeah, I think. But that's why what... did I? I guess this is just like his house. He like only likes to eat at home. I don't that's, know. That's it seems like house. a human. It seems like uh, yeah, that's not his house. Uh, but it seems like a human would just be kind of like a little like a medium sized snack for him. It's like a a more of a meal. ritual, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's very ritualistic, I guess is what I'm saying. For because mm-hmm. he's a god but for it, the people he's, there. Oh, he, I, he is a, a smart monkey in this movie. He's a smart monkey. <laughs> but when all you know is like Kong Island, uh, we can get a little bit into the lore later. There's a lot of lore behind this one. He answered questions and even more questions have been answered since in books, comic books, and then rewritten for those Godzilla movies. So there's a lot going on. Uh, the cook, Andy Circus, they're walking around in the jungle and there's these giant mosquitoes and he just starts shooting like a Tommy gun at them. Mosquitoes. But I was kind of surprised he hit a couple of them. It's like, don't waste ammo, but wow, you're, you're a really good shot. He did actually hit some of them, which yeah. was impressive. Uh, immediately, we are back in Dino Land. This so was... he played that dude and Kong, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're back in Dino Land. This is Jurassic Park level. This is a ton of brontosauruses eating in like a field. Yeah, these are weak sauce dinosaurs compared to Jurassic Park dinosaurs, though. Yeah. Uh, like there's they're they're flimsy. There's a lot of them too. <laughs> in this one, how'd you like this dino car chase through the valley? This was kind of fast in the Furious. But it right, was Josh? really sad watching all of the those dinosaurs fall off the cliff. <laughs> I thought it was funny at first when they were in the valley and they sort of just had a pile up. Uh-huh. And all the people were stuck in between them. <laughs> I was like, "Oh god, this is terrifying." <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, it's like 
cars and semis on the highway. <laughs> Imagine if like semis got into wrecks and then started wriggling around and moaning in pain. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Flapping their tails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's the stampede because there's like I I don't know nothing has is like a real dinosaur in this. It's very fantastical. They're all goofy looking. Yeah. Um, Adrian Brody's being a total badass for, during this part. Like he's running on top he, of dinos he, and kicking one like, in the face. Yeah, he runs, kicks one of raptor in the face. I don't think even high. Chris Pratt has done that in the new Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> Kick a dino in the face while running. Well, like, yeah, that's because he trained them. He does the little hand thing and they stop. Mm, mm, it's against his religion. Um, also, they use a Wilhelm scream <laughs> during this part of the movie. <laughs> which I thought was unnecessary. That wasn't invented until like the seventies, I think. So that, that wasn't a callback to anything. You don't need to use that. I just wanted to use it. I know people like to sneak it in. Oh, um, we get the quote from Jack Black. Cause he's still in the mode of wanting to film every minute of this. He doesn't ever stop. I love in this movie that there's just like insane action pieces and you just see Jack Black in a corner of it going (laughs) my favorite shots are the ones where we're panning over several dead comrades of theirs and then it goes to a broken camera and we're supposed to feel more sad for it because it holds on the broken camera longer than any of the dead bodies (laughs) yeah that was that was uh You can get a sense of wonder for the price of an admission. And it will donate all the proceeds to their family. <laughs> that was a direct quote from, I think, both movies. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Vaudeville wins over the Beast. He's He takes... Yeah, he likes... He takes Naomi Watts to his real three house. Stooges. And, yeah, he would absolutely shit himself for a Buster Keaton movie. <laughs> this is the only King Kong that's laughed, also. Yeah. That makes him so much more likable. <laughs> All the other ones just looked down at us with that, like, perverted <laughs> <With that> grin. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, raising their eyebrows. <laughs> or looking in the window all sneaky at us. Uh, this or, is, this or... is an ape you could hang out with and play some, like, Xbox. Yeah, this this ape was cool. Yeah, this King Kong is cool. He's a cool King Kong. He's chill. <laughs> Not exactly chill. He would get riled up if you touched his things. Yeah. But... The, the other King Kongs are like the kind that are always a little angry and are like, I don't know why she won't talk to me anymore. Ugh, I just... I broke her stuff, yeah, and I kicked her mom, but <laughs> this king you punch Kong... a hole through one wall and all of a sudden you're a monster. <laughs> um I like this character trait of Naomi Watts that she's uh a performer. She's doing really good physical comedy in this. She's juggling, yeah. she's doing flips and cartwheels, but what wins the She's juggling with her foot at one point? No, she tosses it under her leg. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Kong that was juggling her with his foot in here in a second. Sure, yeah. Um, And she wins him over by hurting herself and falling down. That's how you do it, man. I thought of you during this scene, Justin. 
<laughs> I was doing that earlier today. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Justin works with kids, and if there's <laughs> one thing that'll get a kid to like you, hurt yourself. <laughs> uh-huh. Gets well, a laugh every time from them and Kaiju. I, I don't think there's been a Godzilla movie where he's laughed. That'd be creepy. <laughs> I don't want to see Godzilla he's like, laugh. And blows up downtown, and then he's like, ha, 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 and then keeps going, <laughs> and they don't ever cut back to it or talk about it. <laughs> Just like a little giggle from King Kong or Godzilla, then he's gone. Um, so I like this, what do you call it? Um, they show us the death, you know, the death log that's in every movie? The, the log, the death log? That, the death log, I call it. We've, uh-huh. we've, we're in three King Kong movies. Every time these guys get on a log, it kills them. Trying to cross oh. a oh, right, right. Sure, sure. I uh, thought you were referring to like a record of how many people died. Oh, that's 17. He, he does the easy math for me and says <laughs> it at the end, if he's telling the truth. Yeah. But we have a little bit of a bait and switch because there's a chasm that they come to and there's a log that's been previously broken in one of the last movies. And I'm like, Oh, we avoided it. We avoided the death log, but only for a few minutes (laughs) because death log is back. There's another chasm about 20 minutes later after they've been wandering through the jungle. (laughs) And it's like, no, you avoided the first one. I know what's going to happen as soon as you step on this death log. (laughs) Yep. King Kong pops up and is just like, ha ha, you've sprung my trap log. (laughs) You start shaking it. Oh my God. This is the worst one yet. Cause the they first got spiders. Movie, the, this time. Oh my god! This is hell. This is terrible. <laughs> this is a nightmare. He, he shakes them loose, and we we kind of cut away for a second, but uh, to do like the dino stuff. But we can just talk about it now. Adrian Brody, the cook, everyone who doesn't die immediately falls down this giant chasm. And, like, you've seen the dinos up above in the sunshine of Skull Island and thought those were scary. Here's all, like, the creepy crawlies that are huge and prehistoric and just nightmare fuel. I don't even know what to call some of these. Like, these grubs with the extendo mouths that eventually get uh, Andy Serkis. That is the worst worst death imaginable. Yeah. Oh, my God. Getting eaten by... What what are they called in D and D? Carrion crawlers? Or yeah, yeah, probably yeah, something like that. Oh my god! And, and then yeah. like one guy's climbing up the wall, and a spider claw just comes out and grabs him and pulls him in. Uh-huh. I remember the first time I saw this in theaters. Just that's this is the part of the movie that got me. This is the part where I was like, "Holy shit! Welcome to the jungle!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adrian Brody's getting attacked by 15 giant locust or grasshoppers and uh wild Jimmy's like shooting them off of him. This is ter- this is more terrifying than the bugs this kid trying to shoot bugs off of you. Yeah, abs- yeah, I wouldn't I... it reminds me of like the House of the Dead video game where you got to shoot the zombie that's grabbing the scientist but not shoot the scientist. I remember we played that. I was not good at it, so hopefully that doesn't happen to me. No, hopefully it happens to you, and it doesn't happen to me, because I'll shoot the zombie. Oh, yeah. 
Sure. Yeah. Sure. I got. You'll just you shoot me in the head and be like, "Ah, it's a better death for him anyway." Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. I should try to do that, and I'll probably shoot the bugs. <sighs> yep. Yep. That's the plan, I guess. <laughs> Either murder or safety. It's a fifty-fifty odd. <laughs> um. Yeah. So there's just every unimaginable creature you would never want to run into and there's millions of them because of course there are bugs never are just one one by there's themselves. never just one bug yeah no and as soon as they get like a scent of that meat or blood or whatever they're coming out in swarms oh i this movie stuck out i thought it lasted longer love it still uh t-rex danger is happening back at skull manor or yeah kong manor not only is there one T-Rex, not only is there two T-Rexes, but this is the third Kong movie we're covering. You so gotta have put three T-Rex, triple T-Rex. Triple T-Rex for us, Tammy and the triple T-Rex. Um, these aren't really T-Rexes, they're really toothy, they're really cool looking. Gosh, have you seen Tammy and the T-Rex? <laughs> Can't say I have. Okay. You're in the majority of that. <laughs> Most people haven't. Uh, Kong takes out a couple of the dinos pretty easily. Throws hey man, one Paul up. Paul Walker's the... in it. <sighs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> yeah. a lot of people are in it that that are good. Um, and then we get to see T Rexes do Cirque du Soleil, which was kind of cool. Like you don't get to see that unless you take mushrooms and go to Vegas. <laughs> But they fall down a cliff and there's all these vines. And I love this T-Rex trying to get to Naomi Watts. And it kicks like it kicks off the wall to eat her. Like it has the, I don't know, it just seemed way yeah. too smart for a T-Rex. I love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> the T-Rex is acting really smart. But you know what? The T-Rexes are the ones that killed Kong's parents in the lore. Oh. And they're not T-Rexes. They're called like slobber tooths or something. They're totally fantasy. What the fuck is this? The land before time? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, you ever see those movies? The cartoon ones? They had like. I think Josh wanted like, to oh, show us all of them once. They're the sharp. Oh, they're the sharp teeth and the and the the long hoppers and the. <laughs> Don't be racist, Justin. That's their words for them. Language is yeah. valuable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kong eventually bites out this dinosaur's tongue before tearing its head open. And then, Josh, I thought of you. He does the thing in the first does, movie. Yeah. He does the wiggle thing. <laughs> Which makes me think that they had an ape fight a T-Rex for the first movie and just watched how it fought it or observed it, how it killed it. Sure. Why we, not? Um, Jack Black starts to kick ass when these bugs come out. I just got to say like his camera's broken. He finally snaps and he starts just cracking the skulls of CGI insects left and right. Mm -hmm. He's holding his own. I couldn't believe this. Let the little buggy bodies hit the floor. He doesn't like bugs. Circus is not, so fortunate we're switching more to kong so we can't have the chef in too much more of the movie yeah uh the movie star and the crew come to the rescue and i love this how the movie star swings in on a fucking vine and is shooting a machine gun yeah i bet he didn't make a single shot <laughs> <laughs> but still cool 
Oh yeah, still badass. Worth it. Worth it. Uh, this is the second best Kong home. I'll say. Yeah, the first one's still the best, huh? First one's still the best, man. Hot Springs. How are you gonna beat a hot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's your cleanest Kong right there. Yeah. He bathes regularly. This Kong doesn't smell as bad as the seventies Kong, but not as good as the thirties Kong. For sure. You know, the seventies Kong we got the shower scene with the big monkey hand animatronic. This one might this is a bad Kong home because this one has bats the size of men oh my god these bats are terrifying this is a dracula movie all of a sudden <laughs> how, how, how did they know that the bats would carry their weight oh that is such <laughs> that is like let alone two of them ooh, that is such a plot hole yeah i guess you don't know he kind of just fell and had to I, grab onto I, something i guess he had it was, that was, there was his, no choice he had to go it for it yeah this uh, or die i thought yeah. I couldn't believe that. I was like, that bat would just fall like a brick out of the air with two people attached to it. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't believe he lowered himself on a vine with her holding on the back. This is a buff Adrian Brody. Yeah. Um, did anybody else notice the Deceptively dead strong. Kong parent skeletons in Kong's house? Kind of uh, the big monkey skeletons that are yeah, in Kong's house. Those, those are his parents, according to mm -hmm. lore kind of creepy to sleep in the room next to your dead parents body yeah a little bit he never threw them off the cliff or buried them or anything like that uh mm, it's his couch yeah get a really nice sunset it is a nice kong home if you ignore the giant bats and the dead parents in your living room <laughs> now that i'm thinking about it, this might be the worst kong home <laughs> <laughs> He just gotta look past the human-sized bats <laughs> and the dead parents in the living room. And the dead parents in the living room. Yeah. Uh, excellent view, though. It excellent might have the view. best view. A beautiful view. All right. Jack Black knows Adrian Brody, Brody's going to be successful. He's friends with this dude. He knows him. He's like, he's going to go back. He's going to get her. And Kong is going to be on his fucking tails. So we have to have a trap ready. And it's basically a more brutal yeah, trap than either one. of the others. They're just like, well, we have these giant fishing hooks and harpoons and our boulders attached to nets. And, uh... The guns, like, that's what I was gonna guns. say about these dinosaurs, man. Like, the guns mow down the dinosaurs. Like, they take out one of the big ones with, like, one shot. But they do, like, nothing to Kong. I feel like Adrian Brody shot the dinosaur in the knees, and that caused it to, like, trip. And that caused the pileup. He I does. Guess. He does shoot one of the raptor things in the pileup. Like it pops out, and he's like, "Blam, blam, 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 blam!" And it. That, the raptor, fine. They're tiny. I like, get that. Yeah. I can see that, but he took down the big one with like one shot. I Even to like the knee, I'm like, mm. it was moving. They gotta so show fast. a cool Kong is right. I feel like, yeah, yeah. I feel like it. It definitely wouldn't have killed it. But his legs are like five times as thick as the dinosaur's legs, there too. Yeah, that's, he's the biggest monkey of all. Uh, I kind of thought we were gonna get Kong vampire here, like Dracula, Dracula. 
You know what I find interesting in all of these movies? No other monkeys. There were monkeys in the zoo in the beginning of this one? No, on Skull Island, I mean. Oh, he ate them all. Yeah, I, I assume he's the king of the monsters. Yeah. He either ate them all or the, the toothy T-Rexes did. The slobbersauruses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the only monkey that survived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they, they don't capture... The trap does not work. They are not strong enough. Kong busts loose. He fucks up so many people in this movie. Uh, he chases them. Where are the villagers at this point? I assume. They don't show them, like, the, like when they come in at first, they show them running and hiding from all the guns. But, like, where'd they go after this when Kong starts wrecking the village? I assume they got out of there. I, yeah. yeah, I guess they just ran away. Yeah. Uh, like, full away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They They don't look well, the villagers. No. And no. there are a lot of close-ups of villagers making funny faces, I'll call them, in this one. And that that was a little awkward. I don't know. Um, like, rolling their eyes back and just laughing. I, yeah. I assume a lot of them were just tripping balls. We were introduced to Kong drugs in the earlier ones. There's nothing to say they're not all on those in this one. Uh-huh. Uh... Kong chases them. Yeah, I definitely took it as they were tripping balls. Tripping balls, yeah. Their society has crumbled uh, for one reason or another. It's Some of it's explained in the lore. The The Kong's parents used to be worshipped as gods and like loved the people and loved by the people. But like the island has descended into madness and chaos at this point. It is a hellscape. Um... Yeah, the, the trap doesn't work. He chases them through like the sea cave almost all the way back to their boat. Several more people die. The chloroform doesn't work at first. The, what works is eventually like shooting him enough times and then hitting him in the leg with like a whaling harpoon. No, it's the chloroform that gets him. Jack yeah, Black, Jack Black like, smashes him in the face. With he gets him right in the face with right. one. The, the whaling harpoon drops him, though. That's, sure. the, that's the big one. And then having the chloroform on his face he can't like not breathe it in it's just straight up the nose and i was like it would have been funny if he threw that bottle and since it's he's not made of stone he's just an ape that glass bottle probably would have just bounced off into the sea in real life mm -hmm. but luckily it doesn't yeah uh, um this is when i asked myself the question because we've watched three of these at this point is this a true story uh <laughs> they've They've hidden weirder things from us, I think, <laughs> over the course of history. And wouldn't that be just a kick in the balls if the U.S. <laughs> government in, like, 2033, 10 years from now, is like, you know, it's been 100 years, but it's time to declassify this document. We really found a King Kong. And uh -huh. we, made, we made movies, so now it's not that big of a shock. We made a bunch of them. So now uh -huh. people are like, King Kong? Yeah, psh, whatever. But no. What? We really found one. <laughs> long dead. We long killed dead. him immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We thought about bringing him to Broadway, and we were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm almost about to start the conspiracy theory that King Kong is a true story. <laughs> it's out there already, I bet. 
sure. everything is. Was Broadway known for oddities rather than musicals? Uh, I'm sure at some point. Or are they planning on... It's a musical. Never mind. This one, they changed oh, things yeah. up. He does make it a musical. We are in the Big Apple, and it is the they, most... They, wait, 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 wait. We passed the point. They don't show... Well, how they get into New York. They don't show it. They don't do that in the we, first movie either. Yep, it's more like the first one. It's yeah, but the boat was the pretty big thing. in that one. Like, I believe they got back in this... It's like a dinky thing, and we see the whole boat. Like They call for another boat, I assume. I guess. It turns but into it's a literally, whole thing. It's literally the same transition from the first movie. Yeah. You made oh, it three like, fucking hours. And you can't drop one in on how you got to New York. It's a big raft. Like, come on. <laughs> I was fine with it because it was li- it was literally the same yeah. line and transition, like on the same line. This it's it was the same thing as the first movie. I didn't care either. Um, I didn't want to see a giant surreal cargo ship with one big hold like the second movie had. That was yeah, like really King strange. Kong just like. With King Kong just, like, sadly sitting in there, like, strapped down. Like he's waiting for a Dark Souls game to start. Yeah. He's just sitting in the corner of a cell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Not Ad- going crazy because he knows he's in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> you know what is crazy? What? Having your comedy play open the same night as the eighth wonder of the world going live on Broadway. <laughs> But there was it was still pretty packed in there. Uh, yeah, I guess everybody can afford a six thousand dollar ticket to go see yeah. King Kong. Yeah, this one only cost. But uh, I thought that was cents. pretty ballsy. It's like, yeah, I was on that mission too. But while I was on that mission, I wrote a comedy for my girlfriend who broke up with me. This is also <laughs> the first one where Kong breaks up their relationship. Uh huh. Um, and it makes sense. It's because he's not pushy. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes sense. They all went through a terribly traumatic event on a hell island. They're like, I need some time. <laughs> He's directing a play that she's not in. It's good. I guess I could watch yeah. more of it. Yeah. It, se- it seems kind of 80s sitcom I'm just going to say. The play he writes seems like The Golden Girls. It seemed very much like a lot of plays that I had to read in high school whenever I was in theater class. Okay, that makes sense, because it's the 1930s. Um, Probably a lot of those old plays. So, he's like, wow. Because the play play story was like a dude cross-dressing to find out how the date went with the girl, right? How did you like how the play that he wrote made him realize that he should go find Naomi Watts? Yeah, I know, he was listening, he's like... (laughs) I'm a genius. I've seen this trope before where, like, you know, somebody's watching something and it's like, I have to go to her. And he's like, I have to go to her. But it's not something they fucking wrote. (laughs) Like, you know the script. You've been here for rehearsal. Like, he only gets it now. Like, I guess I was writing what I really felt. You wrote the line. (laughs) You usually don't get woken up by your own 
media. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you got to write something down and read it a couple of times. <laughs> really absurd. It was it. pretty funny. That one made me laugh a lot, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get to hear that old Arabian proverb again that isn't. It's just made up by a producer of the first movie. Uh, this is a sad Kong. He knows that his jungle life of being the king is over. He's in chains, chrome steel chains once again. And they have to hoist him up to make him into the Christ figure. Like, he's not even willing to stand in this one. He's like, ah, it's been three movies, guys. I'm so tired. Yeah, he's just kind of like, he looked very sad in this one. He was. Whereas in the other ones, he looked like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, like, <laughs> what what am I doing here kind of thing. This uh, one he was like, until the the girl came out and then he got pissed. Observe, if you will, I am touching the beast. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just love that line. Jack Black is so good as this. This is when he shines, like, on stage with the big monkey just being like, yeah. it's mine, it's mine, it's mine, it'll make uh-huh. me all the money in the world. Uh-huh. And, uh... Colin Hanks steps out and says like the perfect line to Adrian Brody who's in here now. He's like he doesn't realize it but eventually he'll like what did he say? He'll like kill everything he loves or Yes, or no, uh, Colin Hanks Colin Hanks quoted Colin Hanks quoted uh, Jack Black to Adrian Brody and Adrian Brody said the line you're thinking of. Gotcha, okay. But he said something of like uh, there is still mystery in the world, and everybody can see it for the price of a, a, of an admission ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when Adrian Brody says Jack has a special power of destroy of uh, destroying the things that he loves. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a really good moment because like they're in focus, and Kong is in the background, like obscured, like. Uh, you you know shit's about to it's go like bad. Defeated and sad. <laughs> and you know it's about to turn. Like uh-huh. the main crux of the movie is about to happen. And here it is. They bring out and we as the audience also think it's Naomi Watts because she's been in the green room getting ready, putting her makeup on. It's not Naomi Watts. And the look on Kong's face, like, <laughs> get this ugly bitch out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this poor girl. <laughs> oh, also a pretty blonde, but he he wants yeah. Anne. Um, uh-huh. She's not there. She's doing her own thing at like a shitty off-Broadway non-porn theater. This is the one that he probably killed because he oh. threw her against the wall. Oh my god, he threw her like twenty-five feet in the air. <laughs> yeah. Were you happy with this one, Josh? <laughs> yeah, I was all right. <laughs> I think she landed on a Tiffany drum, just yeah, like boom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's back to camera flashes setting him off. Well, it's a number of things, obviously, but it's the camera flashes from Jack Black and the. Well, it's the girl. The isn't Baxter it? star. No, it's the camera flashes. He's like, "Don't worry about him screaming. It'll just make for better pictures." And then they keep going. Oh, yeah, I guess. It's everything. It's the girl, it's the camera flashes, it's the audience, it's being in a new place. It's literally everything. And now he's loose in New York. I love this. He doesn't just walk through a wall. He doesn't, like, escape from a giant slot machine in the suburbs. Or I guess it's a gas pump. That's so fucking weird. He jumps through the marquee of this theater. 
Like, I can't believe this movie was... Was this movie in 3D when it was released? Uh, no way. This would have, like, been the perfect movie, right? Yeah, I don't think Peter Jackson would ever do a 3D movie. He did the fast motion for all the uh, Hobbit films. Sure. Oh, did Peter Jackson do the Hobbit ones? I don't know if he did. I don't think I don't think Peter Jackson did the Hobbit. Is that Guillermo maybe, del Toro? Maybe he did it. I don't know. Okay. Okay. I'll have to look. They did that like sixty frames per second. Thing. Oh yeah, he did direct them. Yeah, yeah. So he's loose in New York t- City, and for the first time, it's winter, which is pretty cool. I imagine it pisses him off even more because he's from the tropics. And now everything's cold. Um, he is just tossing blondes and yellow cars as far as the eye can see. I love it. It is not a good night for either of those. <laughs> yeah. He fucks up a trolley and gets really pissed at it. But more than anything, he's mad at Adrian Brody. When he chases him in the theater, that's scary. When Adrian Brody's up in the mezzanine uh-huh. and like the Kong jumps up there and like it's crumbling under him, that's a legit scary scene. Like running away from a giant ape in downtown New York. Brody gets a taxi, leads Kong away from some of the people, but he meets up with Naomi Watts downtown and everything goes quiet. You notice this? They get, like, a date night. Yeah, this is a weird fucking part of the movie. This is really weird. And they, like, go on the ice. Well, they meet up, and there's no more traffic. There's no one driving around, and they're just walking through the streets of New York in the winter. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) ten seconds before, it was chaos and pandemonium, and shit was blowing up. And now it's... It's like a date night. Like, they're getting cocoa and going ice skating, and he's laughing Uh (laughs) He's doing, like, the the belly slides across the ice, and she's having a... She's slapping her knee and and doing crack balls. Fire! Fire! (laughs) And then we get another... Where did all the people go? We get another abrupt shift to now the army's here, and they're blowing shit up. Um... Personally, I like. I don't like a lot of things about the '70s one. I like the ape going through the city and him like mm-hmm. swimming under the bridge. I think that was a lot of fun. As soon as he finds Naomi Watson, they have like that date, and then the army comes. All the bets date are off. thing was so weird. So weird. It was He's so weird. It was sw- like a surrealist. Yeah. The thing that happened in the middle of the like, what was act? That can't be what was actually happening. It, because it, it was so quiet, right? There were no people there. It was like twenty days. It was later. just it, yeah. <laughs> it was like like everybody just disappeared. It was just the two of them. Yeah, and maybe she had a concussion. I would have loved if he walked on and it was just a guy in oh a suit in a you tuxedo. See, you see, you see the like the oh, the there's wheels an ice, later there's on. An ice skating scene, like full you on. See, Ice yeah, thing. that's what I was saying. He like yeah. does the belly slides across the ice. No, and she's I want, laughing. I want a man to come out dressed like an ape in a tuxedo and a a skate double for her, and then have an oh, entire number. No, see, <laughs> what I was going to say is that it cuts back to what really happened, <laughs> and there was lots of people around, and she <laughs> suffered a concussion, yeah. and she was having like a whimsical date, like like magical <sighs> woman with this giant monkey. 
but like just squashing people like like just squashing people like him doing that belly flop was on to babies <laughs> babies plural yeah and she's just like ah. teach your baby how to ice skate day oh no there's a giant monkey <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the army comes, starts not only shooting him, but also blowing up a lot of the buildings around him. The 2005, I thought we wouldn't be blowing up our own buildings in New York. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, I don't know if I mentioned this 2005, last time. 2005, lots of landscape around New York. This is why they didn't set it in modern time. Oh, shit. You're right. You're right. It, we have to wait Absolutely. another... We have to wait another 20 years to get a modern-day King Kong. Yeah. Do you think it'll be the future by then, boys? Do you think it'll actually be the future in 20 <laughs> years? Will we have will we have healthcare and flying cars and dental programs and x-ray vision? <laughs> no. <laughs> or will we just have cyberpunk corpo scum? <laughs> yeah. All right. I want to see a King Kong go through Night City. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> uh back in uh he's already got the gorilla arms <laughs> oh i don't know if i mentioned this on the podcast last time or not but fun fact we found out about this movie it took longer for them to model the empire state building for this movie than it <laughs> took to actually build the empire state building i yeah. thought that was insane. Um, <laughs> it must be because parts of it are fully destructible, and it's 2005. Yeah. Let's do it. Can we do it? Can we talk about the other movies that were like special effects heavy in 2005? Oh, yeah, do it. All right. Doom. <laughs> Fantastic Four. Uh, which one? Uh, the okay one. With Jessica Alba. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, the thin Chris before he was Captain America Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Constantine. Okay. Not anywhere near this. Yeah. Pretty good. Sahara with Matthew McConaughey. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, like we said. Oh, you know what? Sound of Thunder. <laughs> One of the worst special effects movies of all times. Uh, Adrian Brody actually had another sci-fi movie this year, The Jacket. You remember that one? Uh, I it's, don't. It's it's not good. Not surprising. It's not good. It's kind of a poor man's machine mechanist, machinist, the Christian Bale one, where he lost all the weight for. It's kind oh, of. Oh yeah, I think I remember. It's seeing... kind of a rich man's the number twenty-three. Sure. Sure. <laughs> oh, here's two good ones that came out the same year. Zathura and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. You know, I love that Hitchhiker's movie. The Hitchhiker's Guide was a really good one. I, I wonder how good the special effects hold up. They do. Because most of them were practical in my memory. I watched it over the pandemic and uh, it holds up. Absolutely. There's got to be some CGI in that though. But most of it's practical. Like it's a lot of puppet work and it's a lot of miniature sets. There's definitely CGI, but uh it 
in my opinion, holds up. Yeah, so that's what we were working with in this 2005. Is this all CGI, though? This is how does CGI. it look this good for how... It's all CGI! The Chronicles of Narnia was also 2005. and I, That doesn't look anything like this! Nothing like this. Um, the fourth Harry Potter, The Goblet of Fire, was 2005. Mm-hmm. That's the one with the tournament, right? Tournament, yeah. With uh, the... You put your name in the goblet, Harry! Yeah. I don't, I, I don't get that. But the the vampire was in it, right? The, uh, yeah, that's the one where he dies. Edward. Yeah. And that's when he becomes undead. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I just want to put that together. The glittery vampire. Uh, a movie I feel like is coming up. And after that, he gets a job <laughs> at a lighthouse. Um. Oh, oh my God! The lighthouse is fucking fantastic. <laughs> that is one of the best movies of the past 10 years. No joke. Uh, speaking of movies, um, <laughs> this one is almost over. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. He have almost gone through all of it. He climbs up and tells us that he knows the word beautiful. And Naomi Watts is like, no, don't do that. They'll kill you if you know beauty. <laughs> You have to play the monster. Play into their hand. Uh, it's not nearly as bloody as the 1970s one, but boy, no. is it drawn out. Man, I'll tell you what. I've seen this three times in three weeks. I get sad every time I see this monkey die. <sighs> every time. I just think of, and I'll put it in when I edit these, but the Homer Simpson, when him and Bart are watching the big monkey movie marathon, and at the end of it, he just wanted to be free. <laughs> he just wanted to live. He just wanted to be a big monkey who was a god yeah. on his own island. And some yeah. dickhead western. He just showed up and took him. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't beauty that killed the beast. It was you, Jack yeah, Black. Yeah, you did this, you Jack Black. You did this. You did this. This Kong blood is on your <laughs> hands. No, it was a woman, I swear. <laughs> who threw the final chloroform who paid for the trip <laughs> who, who said, is the one like we should catch it yeah who <laughs> said let's give up on the movie and become giant monkey smugglers <laughs> oh, it's been three movies and I feel like we have to rank them right uh, yeah should we do that before uh recommends we can tie it in together yeah we'll tie it in together we'll tie it in together we'll do recommend and then do your rankings all right uh this is your movie you go first austin all right yes i recommend this this is a hell of a time it's long i don't usually care for long movies unless they're really good and i feel like this is really good this is Mm -hmm. a a blast it's an adventure, it's self-aware, it's poking fun at the old one while still remaining true to the message of it. Fuck around and find out, basically. Um, ah, it's it's so fun. It's so fun. The only problems I can think are, it, it like I said, it is a little long. Um, if you're... Ah, I don't know. 
the Islanders can come across as a little problematic. I just want to point that yeah, out. They come across, sure. they're, they're the stereotypical cannibal live along the equator Islanders. Yeah. That I know good. that's a trope that he was drawing from and it's a cartoonish trope and it's a stereotype, but it's still a stereotype. Um, like we said, maybe like, I know, I know it is described in the lore. It's not described in the movie. So that might be the only problem I have with it. It was because in every other movie, they were humans. Like they saw these outsiders and they were like, Hey, we're having a private ritual. Can you get the fuck out? And they didn't. And they, that's what mm-hmm. caused problems. And like, yeah, they saw yeah, in the first movie. They were talking with each other. Yeah. There was a man who walked they up and was like, Hey, can you translate? Yes. <laughs> and that is hard to say that the first movie from the like 1930s the most yeah. progressive they're like oh they know language and we can communicate with them um <laughs> i like we yeah there's no excuse but like we said maybe they were just high off their ass on drugs society had fallen apart disease was rampant uh or they just you know you can be violent to invading outsiders that's also not evil that's just protecting yourself yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was portrayed in a very scary sort of xenopho- xenophobic way. That being said, I am having such a tough time picking my favorite between this and the first one. Yeah. The first one has a really, really good vibe. It's got such a cool aesthetic. Everything is so scary and so macabre and uh, black and white. And just I think the first one dark. was the scariest. For I sure. think so. The first one was fucking terrifying, even for a 1930s film. Um, this is definitely the second scariest. The second one is an adventure movie. This go. This is a return to form where they're horror. Yeah, this was still more of an action movie to me, though. Even though there was scary parts to it. I'm going to say it's uh, 1930s top, top of the list, number one. This one in the 1970s. Not to say 1970s is bad at all. It has its moments. It had some fantastic changes to the story that live on in this one even. Uh-huh. Uh, but compared to the creature work of the first one and the pure adrenaline of this one, like shit hits the fan on the island and it is... Uh, it is a ride until you get back to New York, and then it's only a brief reprieve until the monkey gets loose one more time. Like, this one is just chock full of adrenaline, even though it's three hours long. Yeah, so uh, one is 1933, two is 2005 Tonight's, and three is 1976. Okay, okay. But rating Kong's tonight is number one. <laughs> And then it's nineteen, it's nineteen thirty-three, and then it's nineteen seventy-six. And rating, uh, sacrificial beauties. No, I, I won't. <laughs> the second, and then the... <laughs> the second. Yeah, let's just say the second. <laughs> uh, Josh, how would you rank these, and would you recommend tonight's movie? Uh, this one thirty seventies from first to last. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, there's not a big jump between them to, for the record um they're all pretty blah i don't like the premise at all well um this is the best of them like by far jack black's fun he likes roles 
and all the characters are pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to spend time with them, so we actually like feel for before they get offed. Um, so that was yes, but nothing can save a movie that's three hours and ten minutes. Holy shit! <laughs> like, I I think the part where it drags the most is the island. Like, it's too drastic. There's too many dinosaurs. I'm sorry, I gotta say it. I, There's I, too I agree. many dinosaurs. The brontosaurus pileup is a bit too much. There's too many dinosaurs. I agree. Like, we got, we, we're, we're on the, to focus on Kong, and we had some fun scenes with Kong. Like, just cut. What they should have done is just cut between funny scenes of girl and Kong palling around each other, and then cut to, like, one of the crew just getting off horribly for like, two seconds. <laughs> yes. And then the party just gets clipped down, you know, over, like, two-minute scenes. A montage of vaudeville and murder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be really fun. Maybe we'll do that in the next one. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't I don't think I would recommend that. I, I wouldn't recommend any of Kong movies. They're, there's something not great about all um and uh oh they do feel dirty they are they are dark movies and the premise is dark and it's disguised as a lighthearted and they're sad they're sad it's, it's a yeah, I, I just think they're boring like okay like i don't, I don't think the premise is fa- like yeah yells oh yeah sad monkey dies it's sad sure um oh i forgot to mention they they he dies in the daytime this time he does the, yeah. They do like a day scene, which is kind of neat. Sees the sunrise. Yeah, like he saw the sunset. That was, yeah, when he was and on the immediately island. the vultures are on his chest taking pictures, just like the last ones. Right, right, right. They're not literally standing on top of him like the they first do. One, though. They do in this one. Oh, they do. There are two photographers who jump up on his chest and then oh, okay. shoot away by the cops. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fucked up. <laughs> just again, he oh, would be oh. jelly. <laughs> Josh, what are Just your rating of the monkeys? Jelly, you wouldn't see a body. <laughs> oh, if he um, fell from that high, yeah, yeah. Like as far as like looks or just like personality. No, the one how however you want to rate them. Um, I I guess I would go just you know this and then seventies and then third is just because of technological advancements. Okay. <laughs> um, you know this like you said, this Kong was by far. Or like really good, very well in it to get a lot of personality out of the scenes he's in. The most life, like um, he's a funny Kong. He has that scene where he gets really pissed, and then like a rock falls on his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got comedic timing, this Kong. And the seventies one, he like destroys the village, right? Or was that the thirties one? Thirties one. one. Okay, thirties. Maybe the thirties because he gets to destroy the village. This one gets some points off because we had no people getting stomped. Yeah. Yeah. No, no there was, there was, there was a guy dinosaurs, there. When, dinosaurs when he walks off the stage. <gasps> when Kong right. walks off the stage, he steps yeah, up. Okay, and they just right. don't show it, and it was really quick cutaway. At that okay. half a star back. Half a star back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, how would you rate these, and would you recommend it? Um, I would recommend it. I've recommended all three. Um, I think that this is a fun story. All of them are good in their own rights. This one I do really like um, for a lot of the reasons we talked about. I think the performances are all really good. I think a lot of it's really well written. This is by and far like the the I I like I said I felt sad when all of them died, but this is the most emotional attachment I felt to Kong because he didn't look like a silly 
he wasn't making silly faces at the camera. <laughs> now, this isn't the most emotional attachment the beauty has had to Kong. That was Jessica no, Lang. She felt that, more definitely. Hard. Oh yeah, De- De- Jessica Lang was in love with Kong. Yes, and Naomi was. The seventies one was, was the horniest. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and it was also the most scientific, which I appreciated. Which, which makes sense for the seventies one to be the horniest. Mm-hmm. Um, two thousand five, not a very horny time. Two thousand five was not. Oh, yeah, there was no horny, sexless. Yeah. Uh, sexless Kong, which I'll take it. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> yeah, best Kong. <laughs> um. This movie did have some pacing issues, though. Some pretty big pacing issues. Yes, like uh, I discussed it, when they were talking about the movie in the movie, that really got to me. I didn't so much mind that, but I I agree with Josh that they like it. It's just so long, and it, I don't really felt like it needed to be. Yeah, like it was good, and I liked all the stuff that they did give us. Uh, that was like meaty. But there was a lot of it of the stuff in here that I was like, you could make this quite a bit shorter. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, like agreed. there was like there's like a whole like a five minute scene where Jack Black loses the map as they're getting ready to come into Skull Island, and it like shows his face and Adrian's Brody's face, and then the map, and then their faces again, and then the map sinking into the ocean, and then they're the ships going into the fog. And it's all cool and atmospheric, but I'm like, there's so many scenes like this that that's why this movie's so long. Yes. And you don't need all of it, I think. You don't. Um, though I do think that this is a, a marvelous-looking movie. Um, I have to give the edge, like you said, to the, the 30s. Yeah. Um, it's so hard to pick between that, this and the 30s uh, for me, but the that, 30s gets it. It was a better... It was... The atmosphere was better, I think. Um, it was, I don't know, something it's, about it that I liked more. Um, it's more full of dread. Yeah. Um, I can't believe they took the monkey back in the 30s one. Like, what a ballsy move. <laughs> this is a big monkey for that time. And, uh, yeah. So my rankings would be the same as yours, Austin. 30s, this, 2005, and then the 70s. I'm not really going to um, do the parental guide tonight because it's King Kong. I'm, if you've watched it, you know what's going I'm gonna on. I'm going to rank my Kongs in oh. order of horniness. So oh. 70, 70s, 30s, 2005. Definitely, 70s, 30s, 2005. Because this one's not leering. Both of them are leering. No, yeah. And speaking yeah. of Kong horniness, I promised it. Here we are. I'm uh, skipping over the parental guide for this because it's Kong. It's boring. Um, he didn't undress Naomi Watts in this one or put her in a shower there's no sexiness in this one unless you count her and Adrian Brody's chemistry which is there yeah a five foot tall gorilla has the smallest penis to body size of any known mammal it is 1.25 inches so if you took that and multiplied it as they said in this movie up to a 25-foot-tall gorilla, his penis size would be five and a half inches. (laughs) 
So it's possible. Uh, it's just, it, just saying, there's a chance. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I see what you're saying is that if I can convince people I identify as an ape, you would I'll have an average size penis. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a good line for you. Yeah. Uh I call myself the silverback because of my dick size. And it could go then they don't know. You got to uh-huh. keep it mysterious. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I call myself the gorilla because uh-huh. <laughs> of this hog. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, we are not even done with april but we are thankfully done with king kong remakes for the time being we're coming back next week uh josh we're visiting an alternate dimension i have a question for you Hmm. do you remember the plot of the 1970s planet of the apes vaguely yeah could you just give us a quick elevator pitch? Uh, it's sm- guy goes to space and comes back to smart ape society, and they get captured, and then they find out that it was Earth all along. Yeah, love it. Very succinct. Next week, we will be going back to the planet of the apes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this the sequel? And I, because I, when we watched oh, I that, I read synopses afterwards but i don't remember much about them no josh this is a okay. reboot this is a remake a reboot this is a remake wait this is a remake that isn't the three parts here is that we saw yep yes uh-huh. this is a totally what? standalone remake that no one remembers <laughs> what's the year directed by tim burton you know tim burton right rings a bell he did edward scissorhands Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare on Elm Street. No. <laughs> Tim uh, Burton's Nightmare on he Elm did Street. The Batman movie that we watched with Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Uh huh. This movie came out in 2001, and it is huh. forgotten to time. Mm-hmm. Oh, must mm-hmm. have been bad then. Would you like <laughs> to know who stars in it? Sure. Would you like to know who plays an astronaut and stars in it? It's Mark Mark Wahlberg. What's up, guys? Don't don't know who you're talking about. You will. You know Mark Wahlberg. You know Mark Wahlberg. You know Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) Don't even pretend. I I guess we'll see. (laughs) Have they been in any other movies? Transformers. He's the main guy in Transformers. Okay. You ever seen the other guys? Nope. No, that's a good one. Have I shown you the other guys? Mm -mm. How about Pain and Gain? Uh, he was in, what's a movie? He's got to have been on the podcast, right? Mark Wahlberg, we'll find out next week when we cover 2001's Planet of the Apes and we continue going April here on Have You Seen.